On today's Waking Infinity News, I'm really excited to try out something new for y'all. Usually I start with the headlines and then I give some solutions at the end, but I'm going to flip-flop that and I'll give you guys the why in the main part of the episode. But for this intro, I'm going to give you some of the headlines first so you can munch on it a little bit and then we're going to start with a gratitude practice and I'll explain exactly why because it has to do with the awakening protocols that I've been working on. Truly, I never set out to make a conventional news show. I came to make news medicine. Not news about medicine, news that is by its very application, expression, and delivery method, medicine in and of itself. So the news stories that I'm gonna be getting into today is Switzerland warns of a terror attack on vaccine sites. Some people are saying, well, if you look into the article, and we'll get into this, that this could be a preparation for some kind of false flag. Others are saying, no, it's an affront on pro-vaxxers. The false flag would be possibly blamed on anti-vaxxers. Then we're going to talk more about how people, influencers, are getting called up and paid to push vaccines. And one TikTok guy that's calling it out. And then beyond that, there's also breakthrough news instead of breakdown news, as Barbara Marks Hubbard said the news really needs. We need to talk about what's also going right in the world. So what about the plastic problem? Well, there is a very interesting solution that somebody has come up with for that. Another one is what about the homeless situation that is ever increasing nowadays thanks to COVID-19? And also what about during the harsh winters? let's say in Germany. Well, there is a German researcher that actually came up with something for that too. All of this is super exciting. I can't wait to give it to you, especially in this new format. So if you like that, smash the like button, comment below, share this video out far and wide, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and get ready for this dose of infinity. Welcome back to Waking Infinity News. I'm your host, Ben Joseph Stewart. I'm super excited about this new way to present this news to you. I don't know if it's going to be the way and the only way. There may be other times where I actually see that in the flow, giving the headlines first and then solutions afterwards is the way to go. But this time, I took four weeks off. I did four weeks of Waking Infinity episodes ahead of time, and then I went on this road trip with my family. And there's nothing like a brain reset than being in a small car with two two-year-olds, a six-year-old, your wife, and the roaring road in front of you. All that noise, all the fun, all the amazing people that I met, hit that reset button. What that allowed for me to do is to acknowledge that Waking Infinity News, a lot of it has been informed by other news shows. And I have to tip my hat to some really incredible news shows out there. But the main thing that I'm still not seeing out there is treating the news itself as a form of medicine. Now, plant medicines, for one, will give you a moment of chaos. A lot of the times people are afraid of psychedelics because they're afraid of losing control. But I think that that moment is also arrived at in the same way that some people give conspiracy if your mind is open to actually believe some of it. 
the reason why giving this kind of news can actually be like a psychedelic is because what psychedelics do is it points us directly at the things we would rather not see about ourselves. The same thing is happening out there. And I feel like the importance of treating this as ceremony has only recently hit me. Therefore, we are going to set the stage the way that I have set up this thing called the awakening protocols. Anyone who's going through an awakening process can follow these steps and with the best practices, they can avoid getting hung up or the, you know, let's say deleterious residue that seems to be left over from a lot of people's awakening processes. So with that being said, we're going to start with gratitude. Now, the headlines that I told you about in the intro, I'm going to get to them. But the first thing I want to do is actually go through this practice with you about gratitude. Now I'm going to have to do this very quickly, but I'm going to try and be thorough with it as well. So let's just hop right in. I am grateful for COVID-19 exactly as it is, exactly how in my face and in culture's face COVID-19 is. On the news, in people's conversations, the fact that it's changed the political, economic, and even social landscape out there, I'm grateful for it. Why? The why is really important because it keeps it from being too airy-fairy and not genuine enough. If you want to root it into real experience, you have to say why you're grateful for what you're grateful for. So for me, I'm grateful for this entire COVID-19 thing, 2020, 2021, and beyond. Real gratitude. Not just, I'm hoping this makes things better, gratitude. I'm grateful because I get to see what people are made of under pressure. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of pressure that's going on right now in the world, in the economic landscape. People being told to cover their face up, not be around other people, don't visit other people. Travel is restricted. We're hearing talks of there being a one-size-fits-all solution to this entire problem. And you need that solution if you ever plan on having jobs, going to comedy acts or concerts, traveling abroad or possibly even interstate travel. I get to see what people are made of under this kind of stress. I get to see their true colors. And with that, community is different kinds of mirrors. So I get to have myself mirrored back to me. And I get to see there's real moral and ethical fortitude that people have. And I get to see that coming out under stress. However, I also get to see their delusions. I get to see their trauma. And I get to see all of the things that they would rather not face about society. I'm grateful for that because all of that also reflects right back on me. That which is in me that I see that I know is not changing, hasn't changed throughout my entire life, is the very same essence that is in everyone else. So when I see them at their lowest, I realize that they need support. And when I see them at their greatest, I realize that I need support. And all of it leads back to a thank you. It is only that very, very specific form of gratitude for me that allows me to see when I get this mirror effect of me and I get the opportunity and the urgency because of the urgency of the situation to step into my potential, my real power and my gift, then it makes all the annoyances, the inconveniences and the subtle anxieties of mask mandates, 
possibly vaccine and vaccine mandates, booster shots, twice daily COVID pills, the economic uncertainty that's going on in the world, and the thought that this is actually connected to something very much larger, like Agenda 21, possibly Codex Alimentarius. I won't get into all the nuances of the agenda, but I get to see all of those things that would be anywhere from a fearful thing all the way to an annoyance as less of an enemy to my path and less of an obstacle to my path too. I see them actually as the characters in a grand theater of my awakening and the awakening of all of us. They are teachers. They are here to teach. And for that, I am grateful. I'm going to give you one more before I go on to the headlines. And that last one is, I am grateful for the ideological camp that seems to be in opposition of that which I call my path. Now, this ideological camp, I will give you the definition of it first. I'm grateful for this ideological camp that feels like there is a one-size-fits-all solution to a problem like COVID-19 that we are still talking about. Mind you, there's a lot of science, and not everybody agrees on what the science means. There's contradictory and paradoxical science as well. But what I'm grateful for is this ideological camp that believes there's a one-size-fits-all chosen solution based off of centralized data and pushed and promoted by mainstream media with tons and tons of eyeballs that have already committed their faith to those news organizations. And to call this one solution the only solution and we're going to mandate it, I'm grateful for that demographic. Why? Again, the why is very important. I am grateful for that demographic and exactly their beliefs right here and now in time and space on planet Earth because it has cause for an urgency right now throughout the past two years for me to really define the cutting edge and the exact anatomy of what freedom is to me. This entire demographic has helped me actually understand deeper what I am here for. It is brought into clarity. It hasn't made things more foggy. It has actually brought into clarity that which I know I'm here to serve the world with. My gift. Exactly the way that it looks. Undoubtedly, my freedom is slightly different to yours. Maybe it's not too different, and maybe it's very different to some people. But there is an anatomy to it. It's mine, and I get to see it. Thank you to that demographic. Another thing is, is thank God for their conviction. They don't use their conviction in the same direction that I would like to, but that is also a good thing. And I'm inspired by how much conviction this ideological camp has. Alongside that, I also do believe that opposing or seemingly paradoxical or conflicting, contradictory ideological camps and philosophies, really, can coexist peacefully and artistically, meaning that it's not that we just have to tolerate one another. I do believe there is actually a way for us to artistically collaborate on a better future, make us better than one another. Now, Roger Waters from Pink Floyd and David Gilmour from Pink Floyd, they had a lot of problems with one another. They, They didn't exactly like one another, but damn, did they make some good music. The same thing with Sting and Stuart Copeland. They fought a lot, and Sting wanted the drums that sound like this, and Stuart was like, no, I'm the drummer, and they definitely need to sound like this. 
They didn't like one another very much, but damn did they make some real good music that changed millions of other people's lives. So between these two individuals in these bands, and obviously the, the rest of the band also helped, and there's other managers and things that made it possible, with that, there's an epiphenomena that came up. And I do believe that that ideological camp that I just said I'm grateful for and the camp that I guess I would subscribe to, even though I love flip-flopping and stepping in and out of camps just to show that it's possible, I do believe that we have some good work to do in this world. And with that being said, I am absolutely grateful for that ideological camp. I do not agree with mandates whatsoever. I don't agree with the way that the media is going about pushing certain narratives whatsoever, but I am grateful for this entire occurrence. Why? Because it has given me the opportunity to use my voice in a very specific, soul-directed way. I wouldn't have had this opportunity, I wouldn't have had this amount of clarity had it not been for COVID-19 and the reaction and the ideological camps that it has seemed to produce even more of. I am grateful for that. With that being said, all of this is here to really push this idea that we should use our voice, no matter what it is. Even if I disagree with you, I still encourage you to use your voice as long as you are really honoring that thing that is called intuition in the way that news can be applied. Then, give me the news. All right, so I'm going to give you the news. And the very first article I promised you was Switzerland warns of terror attack on vaccine sites. In this article, this one specifically is from China Daily in Hong Kong, but this is all throughout Europe and the United States, says that Switzerland's Federal Intelligence Service is warning of potential terrorist attacks on coronavirus vaccine infrastructure, including vaccination centers, transport and manufacturing facilities. The interesting thing about this that I noticed is that two more paragraphs down, and you'll notice that halfway through the paragraph, it says, so far, there are no tangible indications of planned attacks, according to the NDB. So, that's a very interesting thing. In the very same article, the headline says, Switzerland warns of terror attacks. Three paragraphs down, no tangible evidence to back up that claim. You read through the rest of the article, which is pretty much copied and pasted to Hong Kong, to uh, the UK, all throughout Europe to the United States. Copied and pasted, same exact article, has really no substance to it. It doesn't go deeper into that. It just has a couple people talking about it, and then they admit we have no evidence to back up this claim, and then they move into a different direction. This is clickbait. It's just the definition of clickbait. But I can be grateful for it. And I would have gone off on a rail on this saying, well, obviously they're going to try on the 20 year anniversary of September 11th to create a terrorist attack that'll push our emotions back 20 years um, and will, in a sense, be undoubtedly blamed on anti-vaxxers because that's what most news is. They're pro-agenda. They're not pro-vax, they're pro-agenda. And the agenda is to get everyone vaccinated. But I can have gratitude for this because, again, it is really calling into question, where exactly do I see myself applying my gifts and my role? At gov.uk, they actually, if you scroll down on this page, you'll see that 
In terrorism section, you'll see terrorists are likely to try and carry out attacks in Switzerland. Attacks could be indiscriminate, including in places visited by foreigners. So it's interesting how even gov.uk is saying terror attacks might be carried out on the uh, on Switzerland. It does, doesn't say anything about vaccines, by the way. On swissinfo.ch, I noticed that there was this article that was talking about that the left extremists, extremists on the left side of the political spectrum, uh, have had aggressive demonstrations that are instrumentalized for their own ends, and that they are using violence. And then you scroll down and you see what they say about right-wing extremists. Now, this is in Switzerland, by the way. Right-wing extremist circles are currently showing restraint in their use of violence. But, and this is a very important but, there are indications that some of them train in combat sports and possess weapons. Okay, that to me just says that they're pretty badass. They probably do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and go to the shooting range and fire off whatever firearms they have. That to me says nothing about their violence. Now they're showing restraint. That to me says that maybe people on the left should start doing some combat sports and having guns. Maybe they'd have less anxiety and they would be less inclined to demand upon the nanny state protect us when they realize, ooh, I could possibly protect myself. And then once you realize how little violence actually does occur for most of the population, you'll realize that all that training and having those guns really could potentially just help your nervous system know that if you needed to, you could defend yourself, but you don't need to. So you don't feel like you need to turn into some kind of extremist every time something happens. Just saying. Here is a guy on social media. He was on TikTok that is pretty perturbed that he was contacted as an influencer to try and push vaccines in exchange for getting paid. Check this out. Leave the email I just received about promoting the COVID vaccine. Take a look at this. This company is emailing influencers who have a big following and they're asking them if they want to get paid to promote the vaccine. You can see right down there, it's asking me if I want to promote on TikTok and my other platforms in exchange for money. Is that okay? Are you okay with companies doing this? For me, I think this is a big red flag. You've heard that there's restaurants that are offering free burgers and fries and people offering money and other people who are really there to try and push the agenda of vaccines. I appreciate all of that. It is what it is. I'm actually not going to get bent out of shape over that either. I see it clearly for what it is, and I also realize that this is the very definition of the work that I must apply my gift to. And my gift, really, I'm, I'm personally also still coming into my full understanding of what that is. But I do believe it's to help bridge the gap between the ideological poles of just regular people out there, not the economic elite, not ones pushing this agenda, but the ones that are falling in line with the this camp against that camp. Now, I want to get into some really beautiful news. And that really beautiful news is, let's talk about the plastic problem in the world. Here's an article from True Theory that says, there's a chemistry technique developed by researchers that turns plastic into clean fuel. It says, 
This is one waste problem that could instead be turned into a boon for our energy-starved planet. We have a lot of plastic and we need some kind of energy reserves. We are drowning in plastic and have already produced 8.3 billion tons of plastic in just 65 years, equivalent in weight to 25,000 Empire State buildings. This will take ages to decompose and will cause incalculable harm to wildlife and the environment. But researchers have come up with this new technique that can convert the pollutants into eco-friendly fuel. Pretty badass. Okay, I promised another one about the homeless issue. Also from Truth Theory. Futuristic sleep pods installed in German city for homeless people to sleep in. Now, this is an interesting one because it, it pretty much says that this is an idea. There have been prototypes made, and they don't know exactly what this would be. Can somebody permanently camp out in one, or do you have to leave it alone? Do you use it for a night and then move on? This isn't a residency solution. So it's something that is an emergency situation. So maybe only once it gets to a certain temperature, can they be used? I think that would be kind of ridiculous, but I also don't know how to govern it. I just see that these are inventions that are moving in the right direction. While everything seems like it's breaking down in the world, this is something that seems to be breaking through. Let's give it the credit it deserves. Now, I'm going to share with you the rest of this process called the Awakening Protocols as the end, the solutions that I'll also give you at the end. The reason why we started with gratitude, I love starting with gratitude because it did color all the rest of those articles in a different light. We're hearing about different things like the vaccine. Remember, this all started with 15 days to slow the spread. Now we're at just about a year and a half. No, it, it is. It's a year and a half now since the shit really hit the fan. It hasn't been just 15 days to slow the curve. It turned into, we need an Operation Warp Speed vaccine. We have that now. Now, you can't just get one shot. You might need up to three shots. Okay. Now there's booster shots. You mean that takes place of the vaccines? No. Okay, so we also need booster shots. Yes, and there's also twice-daily COVID pills. Okay. We could start getting overwhelmed and pissed at the agenda if we wanted to, but we started out with gratitude. This is here to help teach us something. And I am part of my gratitude. Seeing the whole situation the way that I see it, the specifics of why I'm grateful for it, has allowed me to acknowledge that that other ideological camp that's pushing the agenda that I do not agree with, even though I'm grateful, I still don't agree with it, I see that that mystical spirit that is inside of me is also in them. So that part of me that is also in them does not actually wish me harm. That is a lower rendering of what I can understand. And that is me dropping down, stooping to a level to understand it on its level. But as I rise above, I see within there's that spirit that's not trying to harm me. It's not like the left or the right or the center or the politicians or the financial class in that spirit inside them wishes me harm. It actually wishes to teach me, to help me grow, to bring in some wisdom, 
to allow me to refine and define exactly the gift that I am here to serve on this planet. So thank you, because I know you don't mean me actual harm, even if your words would say that you do. I have that elevated perspective simply because of the gratitude process. So here's the entire process. If you start with gratitude, yet you know what you're about to get into, then that allows for you to digest the very first response that you get and turn it into something that you realize there's a gift inside here. I don't have to focus on the things that aren't serving me. I can focus on what's serving me and that will transform me on the inside. But from there, from the gratitude, it needs to move itself. I call this the challenge phase. Can't just call it movement because it also involves breath and it also involves things like cold and heat and our comfort zone. But you need to, after that gratitude, which is an internal process, get outside of yourself, move, dissociate intentionally. Don't have your mind harboring such thoughts, even as the gratitude. Just you've already cultivated the gratitude. Now move your body, challenge yourself, breathe more, sweat, get into cold ice water or into a hot sauna. Do something that challenges your body. And this actually, we know it mobilizes fluids in the body. It will also mobilize those things that the fluids carry. And how our emotions get stuck in our tissues happens less when you move it. But then, after rigorous challenge comes contemplation. Very important. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but if you do extensive and intense uh, exercise, you can drop into meditation far deeper than normally. And then with that contemplation, once you've dropped into that, that doesn't want to sit idly by either. So that comes out as some kind of art form. You commit to something. You want to do something better. So you read the the headlines, and then you do your gratitude you come to realize the hidden gift inside there. Then you dissociate from it, you move it around, then you go back within and you contemplate. What does all of this mean? What is authentic to me? And then your art, if you paint it, you sing it, you create it on audiovisual technology, whatever it might be, you create something to give to the community so they can echo it back to you. They can echo your art back to you. And after that art process, the very final thing comes to play. And this is all stuff that I'll give you in the deeper dive over at benjosephstewart.com where you get access to all the deeper dives and exclusive content that usually cannot go on YouTube. But I'm going to get into the rest of the awakening protocols because it's about time. It's about time to show you what I've been working on for years and years. And the last part of that process is death. We're all going to face it. In fact, the one challenge that every one of us is sure to face is death. But a lot of the times, we don't think of it. It just doesn't come up. But it is the very last thing that our body and our organizational makeup is meant to experience. That means it's very important. All mystery schools have always worked on death, meaning die before you die. Learn how to die before you die because that transformative process really does make an important step into whatever the next part of that process is. Many people that are not mystics, they don't expect to hear any of this kind of stuff in a news show. 
Well, this isn't your average news show. So with that being said, I really appreciate that I was able to start out with gratitude and still get to the headlines that I wanted. I hope you guys appreciate this. Go over to benjosephstewart.com, become a member, sign up. Try and sign up for some of the higher tiers because eventually there's going to be exclusive content for the higher tiers that the lower tiers don't get. And this is a way to create more diversity, more rich diversity in that website, but also almost like Project Mayhem and Fight Club. You choose your own level of involvement. If you want to go deeper, you can get deeper lessons in some of the higher tiers. With that being said, all this stuff, all the deeper dives at least, is also on Patreon. So you can find that. All is in the show notes down here. The Discord chat is popping off. There's a lot of really interesting conversation around that. And I hope you guys understand that all of this that I'm doing is also a platform for me to show you that I also change. I grow. I'm not static in my beliefs, my ideology, or where I wish to go with my gifts. So with that being said, I hope this is a news show that in and of itself, in its very expression, can be more medicinal than most other news shows out there without pointing the finger at other news shows and saying that they're doing it wrong. All I'm saying is this is the absence of harmony that I've heard in the Grand Choir that I wish to step deeper into. So, love you all. Thank you for always joining me on Waking Infinity News, and I'll catch you next time.